Good day. Welcome to the Talk It Out podcast. My name is Neil Bailey Harper, and it's Sunday night. And I'm here with Love and Basketball. I believe we listen better and we love better when we listen better. We listen better, we love better. And if you listen, part of this podcast, I'm going to tell you who's going to win the NCAA tournament. Uh, the music I'm listening to tonight starts with Dion Estus and George Michael from 1989. The song is Heaven Help Us. I hope today finds you well or as well as you can be. And I want to talk about a couple of different things. And the first thing is I, I, I got this thought in my head about how I listen and how we all listen. Because I love to talk. You can imagine that. I do love to talk. But I also love to listen. Because I've learned that some conversations are fun. Some conversations have a purpose. And I want to have my ears open and my attention focused in all scenarios. So I learned about myself certain things that might be relevant to you. You might have these, you might do these same things too. I take words that mean, I take them out of their intended meaning and put them in a place where they work for me. Okay, example, speed bumps. Speed bumps are part of life. They can be part of relationships. Um, They're put there by me for precautionary measures or they're put there by people I'm dealing with or by life itself that I might recognize and or I I might not and or might recognize the speed bumps before that's before I come up on them. Potholes. Potholes are man-made. They're man-made problem spots. They can be fixed because if I'm the one who broke it, I could probably have a lot to do with fixing it. Um, but they're fixed quicker, I noticed, in certain areas than they are in others. So it's maybe a, it's just the amount of desire that I apply to fixing the potholes, I guess, is what I'm saying. The third one is landmines. And landmines are devices that are put in place for safety or sabotage. Honestly. You know, okay, what do I mean? I mean that I used to go into conversations or go into situations like with those thoughts a lot sometimes. And for my own protection or my own defense, but I wasn't listening. See, all of those things kept me from listening, which kept me from loving better. So I kind of flipped that around. That being said, I hope we all listen to what, to the situation we're in now with the virus. And if we want to love, if our goal is to love better, we need to listen to what's being said. Are the scientists wrong about certain things? They're not correct. I'm not going to say they're wrong. I'm going to say they're learning. Why, why do we expect? Or I can understand the desire to want every, all information to be correct. But why do we expect that? 
about a virus that we have no answer for and we had no we had no clue to its arrival the majority of us didn't so put that in perspective with what's happening with cancer there are certain cancers we still have no answer for yes we're researching it yes we're putting money and we're trusting the scientists to figure things out They haven't in a lot of instances. So put that frame of mind to where we are with this virus. Yeah, we want things figured out. People are dying in this. But we don't know what we don't know. And if they know more about it than I do or than you do, then we need to just support the knowledge. Unless you have better knowledge. And see, many times, uh, a lot of us want to say that all of this confusion, all of this uh, misunderstanding, all of this uh, deception comes from the media. And they found that out through the Internet. Hey, the Internet's media. And in many cases, it's bad media because it's uncooperated media. See, there is a difference between people who want to talk and report things, and a journalist, okay? Just like there's a difference in your mom or dad cutting your hair and a professional stylist. If it were that easy, everybody could do it. It's not. So certain things I believe we just have to learn to trust and till we have more knowledge of things, until you can get the knowledge of certain situations yourself, Trust the people that we're trusting. Who put the work in? Okay, is what I'm saying. Let's trust the people who put the work in. This um, is the Kings of Leon. The song is Use Somebody. Um, First line of the song. I was roaming around, always looking down on what I see. That can be interpreted a lot of ways. For me, it's, why are you looking down? Where are you to look down? Or who are you looking down? Okay? Take it where you want. But again, if I learn to listen better, I love better. Um, too many times, we throw out words and we throw out energy that causes speed bumps or makes us create potholes or throw down landmines or set landmines and pull the trigger on stuff that makes no sense. If your goal is real, if you want to love better, you try to listen better. And if you're listening better, then you know what? Things like the tone in which it's said in isn't going to be that important. Things like, um, I don't know, you just hear differently if you try to listen better. You know, the other thing too, um, again, a lot of us don't wish to be called stupid or stupid on a certain subject. 
But you know what? The, the series, Books for Dummies, you know, everybody, whether it's about uh, books for dummies and how to do your taxes, books for dummies and parenting, book, all of those series of books, they sold 250 million copies. So maybe we're just using the wrong word in communicating. Maybe instead of saying that I'm stupid about this or you're stupid about that, maybe we'd just say that you're just a dummy. Because we don't like to be called stupid, but 250 million copies of books for dummies have been sold in 2,500 different titles. So it's not just one situation. It's a lot of things that we say we're dumb about. That we want to learn more about. And we can buy a book with somebody calling us a dummy. We're giving them money to tell us more about it. Twelve different languages these books have been produced. So, I don't know. I guess it's where the source comes from or how we get our information. Or maybe it's a, we affect ourselves with the tone that it's coming in at and all of that kind of stuff. Hey, what do you want to do? Okay. Do you, if you want to learn something, learn something. Get past the speed bumps, the potholes, and the landmines. Come out on the other side. This is real life, okay? No one knew when the virus started. At this point, that doesn't matter. We don't need to pin the tail on any donkey for that. And no one knows when it's going to end. But I'll use a bathroom analogy for it. The shit is going to take as long as it takes. It is. If you're going to use somebody, let them use you too. Help them. Very simple. Hey, I want to talk basketball now. Here's the thing. Um, There was no tournament last year. But I have a podcast. For March the 25th of 2019, you can go back and listen to it for yourself, which I correctly stated that Virginia would be the national champion. No, I didn't play any pools on it because I didn't play any pools on it. But I stated Virginia was going to be the national champion, and I was right. Okay. This tournament is is real. It's different. But I love the NCAA tournament for a lot of different reasons. Partly because it gives kids a chance. It gives them a spotlight. It, it marks a, a point in time that they won't forget. Because they put the work in. Yeah, they put the work in. We're not even going to discuss the sadness and how the money's distributed. But still, they get a moment. In, in some cases, more than a moment. This is Vertical Horizon. The song is everything you want. And just to see these young athletes out there, both men and women, whatever it is, whatever sport it is, but basketball is just the prominence of the game, supply and demand, y'all. Let's be real, okay? We love basketball. We like to see this. It's, it's what it is, what it is. And as much as I love this tournament, it's complete. And the champion is just as legitimate as the one in 2019. They'll be just as legitimate as Virginia was. But the circumstances are completely different. Um, I love the energy, the expressions, the emotions, the 
everything that these young athletes give that you can see. Having, being a parent, having children, to see your child competing in something they really want to do is a special thing. And it's a special time, but it it is a game. And they are reminded that because everybody else is making money off of this but the athletes. It's a game. So first and foremost, let the young athletes enjoy the game. Let them enjoy the game. No, we don't, they're not professionals, so we don't talk out of turn about them. And no, we don't send them threatening tweets or messages or bullshit because they lost a game that you wanted them to win. You don't hide behind a computer and send messages to any of these 18, 19, 20-year-old kids of what you would do to them to physically harm them because they lost the game. And you know what? You don't want to be in the same room with one of these well-conditioned athletes after they lost the game talking that same shit. So we need to stop that. And most importantly, again, going back to this, to this mindset of listening, we learn more too if we read a little bit more, if we understand a little bit more. The, the whole concept of tweets is I only have 140 characters to say something. So that's the shortest attention span situation. Anyhow, back to the games. Um, the beauty in this, in this tournament is that their kids and whoever is ready for the moment and can execute better than anybody else, they're going to win. It always comes down to, at the end, who takes the deep breath and who makes the shot and who misses it. That's all. That's the beauty in the game and watching the emotions flow back and forth. With that being said, you have the, the, the big schools, the prominent ones, who, who have the facilities, who have the, the, the just everything as opposed to the smaller kids. The smaller schools that don't have the facilities, that don't can't recruit like everybody else. But you know what? When they get on the court, it's five kids against five kids. And that's the beauty of college basketball. So Abilene Christian, one of the small colleges in Texas, knocks off the University of Texas. Uh, Oral Roberts. See, the other thing about these big upsets. Okay, here's, here's the teams who lost. Virginia, Ohio State. Purdue, um, Texas, and today, Illinois. Now, everybody, the message will be, damn, Texas got beat. Wow, Illinois got beat. But I wonder if everybody can name the schools that beat them just as easily. Ohio University beat Virginia. Or Roberts University, which I believe has about 5,000 kids, beat Ohio State. Uh, North Texas. University beat Purdue. Abilene Christian, little small school in Texas, beat the University of Texas. And today, Loyola of Chicago beat the University of Illinois. That's the beauty in this. You could, 
those kids at Loyola, Chicago, some of them might have wanted to go to Illinois, but weren't recruited to go there. Some of the kids from North Texas could have wanted to go to Purdue. Some of the kids from Abilene Christian could have wanted to go to Texas, but they were deemed not good enough. But today they were. And, and you don't want, I don't, well, yes, I do. It's sports. I'm not going to sit here and say I don't want to see anybody win or lose because that's why it's sports. We got to be okay with the fact that things are competitive and sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Everybody doesn't get a trophy, okay? We need to stop that and let, the, and let stop putting our rules on others' lives. Okay, we're taking all the money from it. Stop everything else. Let them enjoy the moment in the best way they want to enjoy the moment. Okay? Um, now, with that being said, I'm going to tell you he's going to win. First, um, here's the other thing, too. This year, a lot of 13 seeds, I think one 13 seed is one, be the four seed, maybe two. Uh, oh, this is. Greg Alexander and the New Radicals from 91, maybe 89. It's get what you give. Okay, 15 seed has won. Uh, I believe a 14 seed has won. A 13 seed has won. The seeding doesn't matter because the people who put them in place don't really know. They don't know. And and here's a, a thing that gets me too is that just the joy these kids express on the court now can only be expressed on the court. When the game's over, they go back to their own hotel rooms and have to look at their phones. Okay? They don't get to enjoy the moment that they practice for, that they work for with the people that they're practicing with and working with. Now, maybe there's some, some gathering together. I know if I was an athlete and we just, from Loyal Chicago, knocked off Illinois, I'm going to be in my room with my boys. I'm not going to be talking to them on the phone. It's their moment. It's, it's, you know, here's the thing. It's everybody else's money, but it's their moment. So, guys, do what you do. Don't let go of this moment. Do celebrate it the way you want to celebrate it. The thing is, they say that if, if so many athletes test positive, they can't play in the games. Well, guess what? If they can't play in the games, TV loses revenue. They're not going to let the games not be played. It's your moment. We, the tournament was taken away last year, and that's the reason why they did all. You know how much money they're spending on everything but the athletes? Just so that everybody else can make that money? Okay, back to the tournament. I'm a Philadelphia guy. I don't think Villanova has much of a chance. I would like to see them get there. I am going chalk on this. Even though Illinois lost, I saw Gonzaga play. Today, I saw half of the Baylor game. Hey, I don't see two better teams. I, at one time, I thought Illinois, Gonzaga, and Baylor were the three best teams. I don't think that anymore. I really do think Loyola Chicago is pretty damn good. You know, it might have been a... You, you, again, people who didn't pick them a couple of years ago wanted to call their run to the tourney, so Cinderella-like bullshit. These kids play basketball. They're kids. They play basketball. They're not afraid of the big stage. Some kids are. Some kids aren't. When it's 10 seconds. But here's what makes this tournament different, though. I do believe it's a difference in having to make that foul shot with 20,000 fans in the stands. Forget the people on TV. You can't see them. That's still the same. But now 
there's nobody in the arena or there might be 5,000 people in the arena. That could be easier or harder for some people. I always think it's a little harder though when there's 20,000 people screaming in the arena and they might not be screaming for you. But it doesn't matter. Let the kids play ball. We're going to bet on it. Everybody else is going to win or lose money. They ain't got no money in it. They just got their hearts in it. So with that being said, championship game, Gonzaga, Baylor. Yeah, it's not original. It's not anything that it took a whole long time to come up with. I just saw them play. And I think they're the two best teams. Pick who you like. Talk about it. Have those little breakout meetings. Talk to me. I want to talk to you. This is the Talk It Out podcast on a Sunday night. Be blessed, y'all. Let's start listening to each other just a little bit more. Talk to you soon. You get what you give. Enjoy the tournament because these kids are putting everything into it. It's their moment. It's not yours. It's not mine. I just like to watch. Hey, saw a good movie the other night. Instant Family with Mark Wahlberg. I just saw the last 30 minutes. It's a really good movie. Maybe just go to the last 30 minutes. Be blessed, everybody. Talk to you soon.